Thanks for joining us today on the NateHoldridge.com podcast. Hey, we've all felt discouragement at one point in time or another in our lives. And maybe you're like us and you've actually felt like before that the fears and the doubts that are swarming around in your head feels like a swarm of bees. Maybe you're even listening right now and you're feeling like the swarm is closing in on you. You can feel the bites happening. Well, wherever you're at today, we just want to remind you that God is with you and he wants to comfort you and guide you through the discouragement that you're facing. And in this conversation, Pastor Nate's going to take some time to show us that God truly is with us and for us through the discouraging times in our lives. And we pray that this is helpful for you today. So again, thanks for tuning in today. Enjoy the episode. Okay, Nate, so we're talking about discouragement today. And, um, you know, I just have to tell you, man, I actually feel really encouraged today. Oh, yeah? I'm really encouraged that uh, you're writing a book. Oh, yeah. Smooth <laughs> intro, bro. <laughs> What's this book that you're it's, writing? It's tell re- us about it again. You know, Riley, I think one of the things I really like about you is that when I ask you to ask me about writing a book so I can talk about it on the podcast. You you do it. You follow through. Hey, we're in we're in this yeah. together, man. Just a reminder for everyone, just trying to mention it on a few consecutive episodes. Yeah, man. Let us hear letters uh, of Christ on Revelation two and three. That's Come what on. the book is about. So let us hear. Uh gonna be sold by Crosslink Publishers. And yeah, it's really cool. Every everybody and when it comes out October fifteenth You'll be able to get it anywhere you buy books, so you yeah. can you know get a hard copy for yourself, you know, on online that way, or uh, anywhere that you use for uh, to buy digital books. I don't yeah. know what all the digital book readers are besides Kindle. <laughs> so I anyone you have, I don't want to, I don't want to throw shade on anybody else that's got <laughs> like a a Nook or oh, I don't yes, know what the other right. things are, but if you have a Kindle or any other electronic ink reader or a smartphone or a tablet or whatever uh you can also get those wherever you know wherever you buy that amazon barnes and noble all, all, all right. the places yeah yeah all the places that's so yeah. rad so, are you going hardcover book do you know yet yeah 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 there's hardcover i get my first little case of them in a couple months all right and uh yeah just yeah that'll be paperback okay cool. yeah yeah so not hard back i'm waiting for the hardback collector's edition you know that'll probably be the life of david book yeah like a two volume hardback like it actually needs that to even contain just all all the the pages pages. (laughs) yeah all the pages you know this one's shorter i think it'll be i think it's like 150 175 pages something like that so great devotional read i think like just kind of like my thing is just always that man we have all these epistles that we love and read Mm -hmm. and study jesus wrote some letters too and to really yeah. like spend some time thinking about those letters in Revelation 2 and 3 is great. It was really edifying to us as a church. I know a lot of people listening to this actually are part of our church yeah, right. and probably heard those teachings and can actually go online and still listen to those teachings. But I try to put them in book form so people can you know study and think about them in years to come. Yeah, amen. It's going to be rad. Thanks for asking. Yeah, me. I can't wait. Oh, yeah, of course. Hey, well, today, kind of going from that to this, we're talking about discouragement. You wrote this article um, 
about discouragement. I, I love the imagery of the bees swarming around you. Um, but I know you didn't come up with that. I know you pulled that from the book of Proverbs. I'm sorry, the book of Psalms, um, Psalm 118. Can you talk to us about that verse about the bees swarming I around you and what, what it all means? Yeah, I love this one. This just came out of my my own quiet time mm-hmm. with the Lord. I'm reading this year. I'm reading the New Living Translation. So oh, cool. I, know, I, I normally just stick with the English Standard Version. I have been doing that for, I don't know eight years or so, seven years. And before that, it was New King James Version for a long time. So I know some people recommend that, mm-hmm. you know, hey, find a different translation each year, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, or each time you read through the Bible, however long it takes and, and just read it in that. And I've, I've never really done that. I've tried it from yeah, time to time. Yeah. And sometimes I'll find a translation I didn't really like it wasn't connecting to it. But for the this year, or this reading through, I thought, I'm going to do the New Living Translation. And uh, I, I don't think I could teach from it because it's right. a, a little bit more of a paraphrase. Yeah. So it's not as technically accurate, but uh, it really flows. You get the idea. So the way they said Psalm 118 verse 12 in writing about these enemies that were coming against uh, David, coming mm-hmm. against uh, the author, is he says, they swarmed around me like bees. Mm. They blazed against me like a crackling fire, but I destroyed them all with the authority of the Lord. Come on. I just love Come that. On, I just love that imagery. I destroyed them all with the authority mm. of the Lord. And it, I read that on a day. I, you know, I can't remember exactly what I was going through, but, um, you know, I don't know if you know this, but sometimes human beings go through discouraging. Oh yeah. yeah. I've heard about that. It's a thing. Right, yeah. It's a thing. So as a, as a human <laughs> and then as a pastor, there was just a day I was going through a little time of discouragement mm. and I read this line and thought to myself, wow, look at that. That's what that's what discouragement is like mm-hmm. to me. It's like that swarm of bees mm-hmm. just, ah, you know, it's just, they're, they're chasing me. They're bothering me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm nervous. I'm going to get stung. You know, I'm yeah. on the run. That's sometimes what it feels like. You know, the thought life, uh-huh. the dis- thoughts of discouragement, you know, things like that. Again, I'm not trying to paint this picture that I'm, you know, always just living in, a state of discouragement. I don't want people to think that, you yeah. know, or, you know, feel overly sorry for me. Right. Just a little bit sorry for me. <laughs> Enough uh, to pray for you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, as I thought about that, I just was, I, I it, it just came to me that beautiful line. I destroyed them all with the authority mm. of the Lord. Yeah. And I've really been thinking a lot about that concept of choosing the mind of Christ, choosing the victory that's found in the Lord, choosing joy, Mm. choosing in those times of discouragement to set my mind upon the encouraging things. Yeah. To be able to do, you know, it's it's just always such an interesting imperative or exhortation that Paul gives to the Philippian church when a few different times he says, rejoice in the Lord. Yeah. Again, I say rejoice or rejoice always, you know, 
it's almost like I think in our era we would say you're you're not allowed to say that to people. Hmm. You know, if somebody's discouraged, you can't say cheer up. Yeah. You know, it's almost like that's taboo now. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to get into the why, break down mm-hmm. 50 years of family history and all that kind thing. of stuff, you yeah, know, whatever. And I'm I know that there's something good that can happen in those things. But also, just for me personally, I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking about like, no, I just need to tell everybody to just rejoice. It was more for me. Like, yeah. You know, there are times where that discouragement comes in like a swarm of bees. Mm. And with the authority of the Lord, I need to destroy that by rejoicing in Christ, mm. his cross, what he's done in my life, what he's doing in my life, what he will do in my life, his kingdom that is here and is coming, I need to rejoice and celebrate in that. Mm. So that was kind of the thought of this article. Is that. that even what you asked me? <laughs> Do you, I just let you go for that one. That was awesome. <laughs> Devos from Pastor Nate. No, man, that's so good. Um, I mean, in talking about that, you talk about the thought life a little bit in this article, and you're just kind of alluding to it a bit. Um you know, there's, there's passages in the New Testament that talk about uh, submitting our thoughts to Christ. And I was just curious if you could kind of talk about that for a minute. What are the kind of practical ways that Scripture leads us to to uh, kind of fight that discouragement? What what is What would God ask us to do in those times when we feel discouraged? Yeah, the big one that, okay, so what would God ask us to do in times we are discouraged? I mean, the big passage that we hold out and think about a lot of times is the second Corinthians 10 five one that I put in the article that we can take every thought captive to right, obey yeah. Christ. Uh, that there are these lofty opinions and arguments that we are to take captive to the obedience of Christ. And a lot of times, if you think about it, uh, a line of discouragement in our hearts, a lot of times is disobedient to the word mm. of Christ. You know, um, if it's, if it's, you're discouraged because you're not bearing the kind of fruit that you'd want to bear in your life or having the kind of impact that you'd want to have. Well, that could be disobedient to the word of Christ that says Jesus is the judge of your fruitfulness and, and that you're, he wants you to simply be faithful and obedient to him and that the results will come as you abide in him. You know, it could be the discouraging, you know, kind of word of just, I feel lonely and I I feel alone. And it could be that, you know, that discouragement as it comes in, you begin to think of that as a very significant and important thing, which, you know, obviously it is, and it definitely will feel that way. But the word of Christ perhaps saying, you know, you're not alone. I'm with you. Your ultimate fulfillment really isn't even going to be in your earthly relationships, but in your relationship with me. So that argument being destroyed with the word of Christ or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a, a discouragement about, you know, your, your lack of funds mm. <laughs> you know, and you're just <laughs> discouraged by that, you know, and just thinking about that yet. The word of Christ, you know, to come in line and to have thoughts that are obedient to the 
word of Christ, it would be more to say, you know, though that might be even true, mm. the Lord's with me. I'm not to worry. I'm going to trust in him. He's always provided for me. There's more to my life and more to me than just that material realm. So that would be a big one, I mm. think, is the Second Corinthians ten five taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. I mean, that's not that's not the only thing we do. We don't just sit there by ourselves and say, "Okay, what do I got to do to get this thought into submission right. to Christ?" Sometimes the way that that happens is not just through closing our eyes and just you know gr- uh, just kind of gritting it out to get our minds in that spot. Yeah. Sometimes you have to pray sometimes you got to journal it out sometimes you got to get with another believer and talk that out to get to that destination Uh, sometimes you got to sing it out you know there's a lot of different Mm. ways that 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 process can take place but yeah that's good just submitting those thoughts to christ in that kind of way you you mentioned the article too and you actually said something about it just earlier which i wanted to ask you about but you mentioned a time in your life when you were discouraged You're, you're pastoring there's some discouragement in your life, but, but that the Lord brought you through that. Um, could you just go into that a little bit with us? How did that look for you? And then how did the Lord kind of deliver you from that moment? Yeah, it's always interesting. It happens in a lot of different ways, but there is a pattern hmm. that unfolds for me, at least personally. Yeah. So the, the, Usually the pattern doesn't go, I'm discouraged. Someone says an encouraging thing. Mm. Now I'm encouraged. That'd be great. Usually that's not the pattern. <laughs> and I think for me, at least the part of the reason why is because if I'm discouraged, I believe it to be true. Yeah. It becomes like, so cemented, then when huh? someone tries to encourage me, I'm like false, yeah, you take not it. true. The discouragement is true. Your yeah. encouragement, false. Um, Usually the and and that I'm not saying that's right. Yeah, you know, no, I feel you. But but that's a lot of times, you know, that's that's just not how it'll work for me. A lot of times, how it will work for me is there will be discouragement, perhaps with a limitation that I see in myself, or a lack of effectiveness that I'm feeling, um, a lack of progress that I sense, you know, something like that. And then the Lord will, through his word, in prayer, you know, just in times where I'm hanging out with him or just quiet, Mm -hmm. the spirit will begin to prompt my heart. Hey, this isn't, it's not how you want to think. This isn't true, you know, but the, the, so the discouragement is like still there, but I'm kind of like, it feels like I'm like unlatching all the hooks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's still there, and then someone comes along, and is like, "Hey, you know, I listened to that podcast that yeah. you did on this subject. It just really blessed me. Thank you. You know, keep it up. I got this buddy, pastors of church in Walnut Creek. His name's Jared Calvary Chapel, Walnut Creek's pastor, and he's he's one of the most encouraging guys I know. Yeah. And we seriously, I mean, we see each other probably twice a year, and we text each other maybe like another two times a year we're kind of like that that's our friend level you know (laughs) and he sent me a text the other day that was one of these like encouraging Mm. he's one of the most encouraging guys i know he He sent me an encouraging 
text message about like some of the different things that he'd been reading or listened to that I had done and how it blessed him. And when I got it, I was like, oh, thanks, man. And I scrolled through and it's like every six months or so, Hmm. it's just him encouraging me and me being like, oh, thanks, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, man, I need to encourage him because it's just like the the Lord just will use him to bring a word of encouragement into my life. So, and like the good kind, you ever heard the bad kind? Like, Hey brother, I have a word of encouragement for you. It's never really, usually when that happens, it's not, that's not what encouragement is. Exhortation. I have a word of correction for you, but I'm going to call it a word of encouragement. Oh yeah. I've gotten those. Let me encourage, correct you. Okay. So anyways, which, you know, those can be good. Uh, that's usually how it works for me is the process of discouragement. The spirit begins the work and then the spirit kind of backs it up with a person that, you know, speaks into my life. So mm. I wrote about a time that that happened to me, but it's happened to me so many times, you know, just <laughs> the discouragements there, the spirit begins to work on it. I begin to, you know, bring those thoughts into submission and then the Lord will bring someone into my mm. life to remind me, oh, that's actually, this discouragement isn't even true. Hmm. That's cool. It sounds like, so maybe people are a part of that process of bringing out discouragement with the truth from God's word mm-hmm. encouragement. But it sounds like the way you're describing it, that as you're continually in God's word, as you're in prayer, as you're seeking him and you experience um, discouragement or something, that God is doing stuff in your life already and that people are like assisting in that, that God's using other people, mm-hmm. which I feel like that's really important. Cause I feel like sometimes we get discouraged and we pull back from seeking God oftentimes, but to hear that you dive into it, that's really powerful. Yeah. Here's yeah. the, here, I want to talk about the, the advanced. Come on. Degree let's of go pushing like, through discouragement. Let's level up right okay, here. So what I've been talking about so far is discouragement that is generally untrue. It's based on mm. untruth, but there's, there's discouragement that is straight up based on, <laughs> I saw where you're going with this, man. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas it's, it's actually, yeah, you, you know, you're, you're not all that, Yeah. you know, and you failed mm-hmm. or you're failing or, uh, it didn't happen, you know, and, and those discouragements, you know, they, they can be tough to shake. Because it's not that someone comes along and says, hey, that's false. Right. You know, stop believing that. There's like some truth attached to yeah. it. But what, what can happen is that despair can start to unfold as a result of that discouraging thing. So it actually is really powerful to go through an experience where it's almost like you kind of have a reason to be discouraged. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> you know, because you didn't do very well. Mm-hmm. You failed. Uh, you didn't do the right thing. But to receive God's grace mm. in the midst of that thing that you did or whatever that was discouraging and to push through mm. and to become better and to grow and to to just be resting in his grace Mm -hmm. and in his approval over your life and in his love for you even when 
you've been a, a knucklehead, mm-hmm. you know, that is a really cool experience yeah, for you sure. Know? But that's, it's kind of the more advanced, like destroying with all the authority of the Lord discouragement. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a tough one to come by, but that's, that's what, what, uh, you know, to be strong in grace, mm. uh, that's where your, your mind and heart can go. Mm, that's good, man. Hey, to close this out, you know, maybe there's somebody listening right now who feels like there's just discouragement swarming all around them. Maybe they hit the beehive and it's just all around them right now. Um, how would you encourage that person to maybe find encouragement or to work through that discouragement? Well, I mean, we talked about one thing already, not alone. You know, try yeah, not to do that alone. Community, yeah, yeah which, you. which, you know, I realize that can be a catch-22 because for a lot of people, discouragement comes because they're alone. Hmm. Yeah. But finding that community, finding other people. I've been watching this little group of, of uh, women in our church recently who, you know how you can, when you're, when you're at church week after week, you can see friendships develop. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I've watched this friendship develop with a handful of, of women in the church that I'm just so thankful. I know that that is going to be a source of real encouragement, you know, that comes in their lives. And I pray that that group only expands and grows and that really neat things happen there. But yeah, not, not alone. The word for sure, you know, scripture is Mm -hmm. such a huge part, at least for me. I mean, the, to, to be encouraged by the Lord from his word is just such a huge thing. Um, prayer is obviously massive, you know, to cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. But then also I think it's good to take a step back a lot of times with the people in your life and ask the question, am I like overly sensitive to discouragement right now because of impractical goals, Mm. working too hard, carrying too big of a burden, you know, what is it that is creating this thing where I just keep getting in this, you know, discouragement. Mm -hmm. That'd probably be a good thing to do too, you know, to make sure that like, are you sleeping enough? Are you taking taking enough time off work? Are you getting any exercise? You know, there could be just some external physical Mm -hmm. things that are happening to you that, you can get encouraged, you know, to just, um, you know, get refreshed in that practical kind of way. You might just need a few days off. You might need, yeah, you know, less work, you know, who knows? And sometimes you can't do anything about that, but I find that even if I can identify it, oh, I've been working really hard and I have kind of bit off more than I can chew. Even if I can't get out of those projects, I still, it just helps me to know mentally, oh, that's part of what's going on is I'm feeling a pressure because of a work-related thing. So to, to, to just know that is real helpful. Thanks for joining us today in this conversation. For more articles and resources from Pastor Nate, please go to nateholdridge.com and search the archives All of his articles are there. And while you're online, please share an episode of this podcast with a friend. We would love to see this podcast get into as many hands and ears as possible. And as always, tune in next week for a brand new episode 
from this show. But until then, God bless you guys. We'll see you soon.